<laughs> Welcome to the sixth season of Timeless Gamer, ladies and gentlemen, where the games and gamers grow older while the gaming experience will forever remain timeless. Your gaming podcast show brought to you by the beautiful people of Pinoy Retro Gaming. And we are now live in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And for all of our archive videos or previous episodes, you can still check them out by going to the YouTube channel, Timeless Gamer PRG. And of course, if you can listen to us, you can still go to Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Deezer by searching in Timeless Gamer. And... All you jabronis out there, welcome, welcome again. And this is our six. Oh my god, my voice is killing me. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, so this is our uh, season premiere, season six premiere, guys, of Timeless Game of the Timeless Gamer podcast. And we are talking about the pro wrestling games all the way from the 80s all the way to the PS2 era. Because there's so because there are so many of them, we are only capping it up until the PS2 era. And this topic is brought to you by Sir Wonder Marcus right there. And for our preview, uh, for our previous episode in Timeless Gamer, uh, what did we talk about? <laughs> uh, oh, um, Sega. Uh, it, it was it the Sega Master System versus yeah. the the Famicom uh, Super uh, the Super uh, the and Sega the- Master System versus the Nintendo Entertainment System. So, um, hardware versus hardware, software versus software, the exclusives, all the good stuff. You can still check the previous live episodes by going to the Timeless Gamer PRG or by going to the Facebook channel of the Pinoy Retro Gaming. And the audio version of that show is also available with all of those, uh, with all of the bunch of platforms that I mentioned earlier. So, just search in Timeless Gamer PRG. Uh, to any of your searching uh, searching engines, and there should be there. All right. So for um, for for this evening, which is scheduled for one fall, <laughs> so I'm just going to one fall. Uh, so I'm just going to introduce to you um, our uh, our guest panelists for this evening. Uh, but let's start first with Sir JDM, the topic creator for for tonight. Sir JDM. Good evening, fellas. And uh, this is Juan De Marcos from Cebu City. I All hope right. You have, uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> this uh, show for tonight. It's all about pro wrestling. All right. Thank you for that, sir. JDM. And um, coming from Santa Cruz, Manila, sir Pau Boado. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the most electrifying podcast here in the Philippines, The Timeless Gamer. So for the millions, I think there's there are people. <laughs> yes, I think there are people saying millions of timeless gamer fans out there. Welcome to our pro wrestling podcast for today. I am Pau Bado, one of the panelists. You may call me Tito Pau or Retro Pau. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that, Sir Pau. And representing the Manila Wrestling Federation, coming from Katipunan, Quezon City. Sir Nigel Suplex San Jose. What's up, guys? It's Nigel Suplex San Jose from Manila Wrestling Federation. And thank you for having me, Pinoy Retro Gamers. So excited, really, really excited to talk about pro wrestling video games. Yes, let's All go. All right, Sir Nigel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, last but not least, 
Coming from the great Lone Star State of Texas, Sir Ricky Raiden. Thank you so much for the introduction. You know, it's 7 a.m. right now. I just rolled out of bed, but there's not a place I'd rather be than right here. All you fine folks. So thanks for having me. All right. Thank you for that, Sir Ricky. So um, so for this evening, we're just going to further reintroduce, uh, just to further uh, introduce our um, our esteemed guest for uh, for this evening. For this particular episode, guys, um, not a lot of people within our, within the community anyway who really do enjoy wrestling games. And even if they do, they are quite a silent uh, they're quite a silent niche. So we've uh, so they are the best people that we could uh, that we could find uh, to talk about wrestling games. So let's start with Sir. Sir Pao, Sir Pao, can you tell us about your gaming experiences and what made you like re- uh, pro wrestling in the first place? Well, uh, when I was a kid, uh, my my older brother always uh, always accompanied me watching uh, WWF, and then afterwards, um, he also accompanies me when we watch wrestling shows live here in Manila. And then um, at the same time, I have a fond love of video games during that time. So when we put video games and wrestling all together, then it's all about love. So the very first video game that I played that made me fall in love with wrestling and and anything that is related to video games and wrestling is WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. So afterwards, um, I've been a wrestling junkie and then... I, I've been watching wrestling shows locally, and then some, and then some other promotions outside the country as well. So I'm very, very glad to be selected to be one of your panelists. So hope, hope we can share more information to those who are watching this podcast today. All right, thank you for that, sir. Wow. How about Sir Ricky? How about, uh, how about can you tell us about your gaming experiences and what made you go, uh, what made you be a fan of pro wrestling in the first place? Oh my gosh. Um, so I think I came out of the womb in the 80s with a controller of some sort or some dice or something. Uh, I've been gaming ever since I can remember. Nice collection, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, I love analog stuff. Uh, although there's not a lot of wrestling games out here on the table, which is uh, shocking. Somebody needs to fix that. Maybe I will. Um, I, I really loved growing up and playing role-playing games, uh, RPGs, uh, specifically the JRPG style. Uh, Final Fantasy II is one of the first video games that I can remember playing. So four, excuse me. Uh, I played on SNES back in America, and uh, that was it was two then. Uh, and I don't know. I think the first wrestling game that I could really remember playing is probably professional wrestling on NES. Uh, any Starman fans out there? Uh, I don't remember a lot of it today. I remember it was very difficult, but like POW, that that WWF WrestleMania game in '95 was was really sick. So, uh, and wrestling wrestling's the best. It's it's the best art that there is. It's everything, you know. It's it's comedy. It's uh, it could be horrific. It could be uh, beautiful. It could be romantic. It's just every story medium rolled up into one. And then you also get to to chop somebody in the chest. So, what's what's better than that? All right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Sir Ricky. And how about the uh, how about the pro wrestler in the room, <laughs> Sir Nigel? Uh, can, you, uh, can you tell us about yourself, um, your gaming, uh, your gaming history, and what made you like pro wrestling in the first place? Games and the actual sport, sports entertainment. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of started with gaming around early mid '90s. Started with the Game Boy. So. 
my first wrestling game was WrestleMania 2000. Game Boy, Game Boy Color era. Oh. Yeah, kind of forgot so long. So it's one of the my most played games before. So started with retro air, re- or uh, considered retro now. So to, like small roster, got Stone Cold Kane, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett was still in there. So double J. Yeah, from there. I was already a fan, wrestling fan, before I started playing with WrestleMania 2000. So from there, I was always interested with wrestling pop culture. So not entirely related to WWE, F, or others. I like looking at pro wrestling in other media, like in Tekken with King, in uh, King of Fighters. You can find wrestling Zangief in Street Fighter, Alex in Street Fighter, and so on and so forth. So I like collecting. Other than video games, I like correct collecting. Lots of pro wrestling action figures that aren't really like fictional, more on fictional cartoons from like King and all. So other than that, yeah, I just love wrestling. I love wrestling enough to be a pro wrestler. Oh, when did you start uh, doing pro uh, pro wrestling, sir? Started uh, way back in 2018. I was I entered. 2018. Yeah, I entered Manila Wrestling Federation way back in 2018 as as a trainee. So I trained for an entire year and debuted. Oh. Yeah, debuted after almost a year in 2019. As to Nigel, be honest, or Nigel, you don't say. look like a pro wrestler. To be <laughs> honest, maybe, maybe if we see you in the ring, in the ring yeah. here, <laughs> it really stands it's be different out. when you see us live. We're gonna have we're gonna have few shows. Actually, we just finished taping our first, our second season actually. So I'll share the details later. You can, but you can search for Manila Wrestling Federation. And Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then YouTube. Yes. I mean, I was going to say uh, I was trying to look for more uh, more footage of Sir Nigel in YouTube, and there's not, not there's not really a lot. I mean, there are there are MWF videos out there in YouTube, but I'm not sure if if it's the main uh, if it's the main locus there, or most of the videos are out there. In some other pla- yeah. in some other platforms. Yeah, mostly in Facebook. Not- we got in more Facebook. Facebook. Right. Yes. You were saying, I Sir think- Pao. Well, uh, uh, Nigel looks uh, looks behave, but wait until he suplexes you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very uh, strong I, guy. I, 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 I will I will uh, oversell it like shit. I'm going to oversell it. <laughs> but I'm going to bounce around like a rock. <laughs> uh, you were saying, Sir JDM. Uh, what's your uh, like uh, specialty suplex? What uh, suplex we usually do, or like your favorite suplex uh, move? Yeah, my or favorite suplex move. Yeah, like is that. yeah, of course. It's like everyone's favorite suplex, the German suplex. The German suplex. Yeah. The German suplex with the bridge or the trip? Uh, trip? Is it release German suplex? Bridging, sur- bridging. Uh, bridging I like bridging. Suplex? I like bridging the more. Mm, the bridging. Yeah. yeah. Not like yeah. the uh, the, um, the, tri- the triple German, very yeah, exhausting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the three amigos, yeah. The three amigos. <laughs> um, so, Chris Benoit. That's it. Actually, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Chris Benoit. Uh, and unlike WWE, R-I-P. we are not we are not afraid to, uh, to, to mention Chris Benoit. Okay. <laughs> And so, um, so in regarding with oh, Sir JDM, of course, Sir JDM. Uh, what made you? Uh, what made you into a wrestling fan that you are now? What's the history? Yeah, I was uh, back in. I think it was early '90s. Uh, I was uh, watching this like a gag show 
every sun uh, Saturday night. Then one time I started uh, they like started um, syndicating episodes from WWF. There I saw like muscular man um, chopping each other, uh, <laughs> um, throwing each other in the ring. Then I've heard of um, Macho Man. I heard of Hulk Hogan, but um my parents wouldn't want me to watch those shows before um like in the early uh i mean late 80s then i just rediscovered my um uh, uh i started watching the uh, wrestling shows late uh early 90s that's when they like uh like they didn't care you just watch whatever that there is into tv so i started watching the uh, I think the first um, wrestling match that I saw was from the Royal Rumble. Uh, uh, no, uh, the Royal yeah, Rumble. the Royal Rumble from 1992. Where? Oh my God! You, oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Think, the most star-studded Royal Rumble ever. That's the no, one when uh, when Ric Flair won the Rumble, right? Ah uh, no, I, the one that I saw is um, not sure if it's from 92 or 93, mm. uh, where. There were two winners, Lex Luger and Bret the Hitman Hart. Forgot which year that. Like they uh, fell to the, uh, they fell outside. They fell to the match at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, but they didn't bother. They were suddenly dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like focus where which of the uh, wrestlers were like landed, which uh, wrestlers foot landed first. Which landed first? Yeah. I think uh, that was against Yokozuna. Um, was that 93 uh, or 94? Because that was the part that I only saw. The rest because, of if it's, because if it's Lex Luger, it should be around 93, 94, 95. Uh, when he was still wearing the flag, he was the flag. Yeah, the stars uh, and stripes uh, trunks, yes. Oh, Sir Paul 24 said it was uh, 94 Royal Rumble. 94, so 94, 94. 94. So, uh that's it so that started uh, me being um, interested with uh wrestling all right uh thank you for that sir jdm and as for me um the earliest the earliest memories that i have um doing, uh, being a wrestling fan so same as sir jdm it, the earliest i can remember was around 1992 the first royal rumble that i saw at the time when it was being syndicated in the in the philippines was the royal rumble i remember it because that's the one that's a that's the rumble where uh when uh, rick flair won the rumble most of the time just by hanging on the lower ropes like he didn't fought really uh, he didn't really fought much he was he was playing smart so most of the time he just cla- he just clapped in there doing nothing most of the time until he outlasted uh, he outlasted the guys and then crowned the ww uh, the wwf champion at the time um and there are other stuff uh lots of memorable memorable stuff during the golden era with uh, the golden age of of wwf at the time which we will be talking about later on so uh, there's a question oh uh speaking of going to, to going to some of the questions let's just say hi to the uh, let's just say hi to the chat members out there, uh, Sir Nigel. If you please, just um, who are the ones out there at the chat joining us at the moment? If you can just read uh, them out loud. Hello, hello. Welcome, guys. So, hello to Arch Neil Philip Ocampo. What's up? Thank you for tuning in. Hasinto Ana Christina, and hello to uh, Happy Happy Streaming Dao from Arch Neil Gaming. Uh, 
Hello, Viraj. Kat- I I hope I, I say your name right. Viraj Katwadia. Yeah. Hello, Siebert Silangan, Juan Rodrigo. Hello, Michael. Erlex Serge Herman, Jason Santiago, Clark Bambino, and Dave Scott. Good evening, guys. And Thank Dave. you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Oh, let's level up. Yahoo. <laughs> Sir, Ray, uh, Sir Ricky is here as well, joining from Twitch at the same time. All right. Um, so, Sir Viraj has a question here for the gang. So, what genre would you put wrestling game? Is it a versus game? Or a sports game. So let's see what the pa- uh, each of the panel uh, would say to this question. How about Sir Ricky first? How would you classify it, Sir Ricky? Which which game are we talking about? Because I think they could very well be both. Uh, I know right? Pao and I both talked about uh, WWF WrestleMania in '95. That's a fighting. That's a fighting game. That was a just like a mortal combat. It's like it's like a mortal. Combat, like, no, mortal a Mortal Kombat, WWF, uh, Offspring, something like that. It's rad. I don't know if anybody's never played. Well, I think we'll talk about it here in a bit more, but it's it's a really fun one. Uh, and then I think it, it it blended more into simulation, right, and more maybe into the sport once you started getting into the uh, some of those like Nintendo sixty four games. Uh, but even then, it's just wild what you can do with those characters. So I think it's, I think it's both, maybe. It's kind of a, it's a mix of both. Um, how about Sir Sir Nigel? Fighting games uh, or support? It depends. You can put it in fighting games like yeah, like uh, actually, actually, uh, Midway. The one Midway made like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you can put it into fighting games or simulation like the current games right now. Uh, Fire Pro. It's more of simulation. A very Fire very Pro, open yeah. customization simulation. So you're gonna de- depends eh, if you're leaning to simulation or arcade. So it's gonna be fighting for arcade and gonna simulation for sports. So it could be both of mix. Yeah. So still, it's a mix. Uh, it's a mix bag. How about yeah, Sir Pao? It's a mix for me. Well, for me, uh, it's a mix as well. Uh, earlier in the '90s, um, wrestling games are more like fighting based or arcade based because most of them are available only in the arcades. Then there came a time where they are available in the consoles. However. Uh, due to the lack of power of the consoles back then, uh, it was not as it was not as fun as the arcade games. Now, if we're talking about uh, current gen, it's more like the simulation-based. You you cannot find any other wrestling game that that fits like an arcade fighting game recently. So, for me, it's a mix as well. It's a mix as well. How about our JDM fighting uh, or? Maybe 80% fighting, 20% sports. But uh, reality, it's um, both sports and fighting. But for the games, um, what you notice with the games when you play it, emotes are much more impactful. It it looks much more like uh, real, the realistic, the the pain than the like the sport itself, the show itself. So for me, it's a fighting game. It's a fighting game. I would agree to Sir Pao and Sir. Well, I, I would agree to all of you to an extent. Um, so like like the panel said, guys, you know, uh, it depends on who's making the game. 
there's a, there's a uh, there's hints of uh, fighting elements in there because uh, some wrestling games have health meters in them. By depleting the health meters, eventually you'll be able to defeat them uh, defeat them easily by pinning them. And and just like any other fighting games, there are a lot of moves that you can do, of course. <laughs> so and there are uh, and like Sir Paul mentioned, there are there are a lot of wrestling games that really got a pass. Uh, being as a fighting game and then eventually became a simulation like Sir Ricky mentioned. So as uh, as our technology evolved, eventually we were uh, we we're, were trying to come up with the perfect well as much as much as possible even with the with the, with the 2K series from WWE right now. So uh, the, the the game developers are trying to uh, trying to come up with the somewhat simulation of an actual wrestling uh, program that we have currently in the mainstream, and and there are a lot of uh, messages here coming from Sir Viraj and uh, Sir Viraj, uh, Green Sir Pal, and uh, additional message from Sir Viraj here. We have made a full digest of pro wrestling games, but the gameplay dynamic is only slightly more different to fighting games of the time. Sir Gorilla, Twitch, XMI. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who. Bot, <laughs> <laughs> <But>, hey. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So, really, head uh, over to my Twitch it. channel and offer me that because I need all the followers there. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the first time we were offered this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in regards with the. Uh, so, on with the show, guys. Um, oh. And who is this coming to the ring? It's an interference coming from <laughs> from coming from the outside. Sir Retrofic, Sir Ray, with a steel hey, chair. Raymond. Hey, Pa, what's up? <laughs> what's up? The interference from Raymond. <laughs> you should have oh brought the chair. Oh my God! I can ride lang ako eh, like sa inakyat mo ko dito. <laughs> Anyhow, magandang gabi, and Sir Paul. Sir Ricky, Sir Nigel, magandang gabi sa inyo. This is Retro Freak Gaming of Pinoy Retro Gaming. Anyway, go ahead, Sir Jo. Uh, so, do, uh, do you want to uh, do you want to join the ring or just do commentary with JR? <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so go so going back with the program, guys. So let's talk about the um, let's start about talking about the wrestling games, no? And let's start about going with the classic era of wrestling games back on the 80s and 90s and there are and there were a lot of games uh, during the uh, during the 80s and 90s, uh, during the 80s and early 90s games you got WWF WrestleMania from NES WWF WrestleMania Challenge also released by the NES the WCW Wrestling NES as well Super WrestleMania for the SNES WrestleMania the arcade game, the SNES, and WCW Super Brawl for the SNES. Um, so among those games, guys, uh, what what can you tell? Uh, what can you tell us? What's your gaming experience about those games, and what are your uh, what are your impressions? Uh, anyone can start this one. Honestly, I haven't played any of these games. <laughs> I yeah, you have. Them last week, <laughs> I think this week, but. I saw some of them. Uh, I saw uh, streamers play them. Um, my first actual wrestling game was, uh, like Ricket said, um, the pro wrestling one and the one with uh, that's called uh, Muscle. Uh, they look like um, like 
tiny robots um, jumping around, doing moves, uh, like jumping. Then there's um, like uh, like a bullet uh, flying around the range. I have no idea what that does. But uh, when I played last week, the um, first few early WWF and WWC, WCW games, um, it looks, um, by that time, it looks primitive. Um, you don't have any idea what you're gonna do because if you take a look at the the NES controller, it only has the directional uh, directional uh, buttons, the arrows. Then you only have uh, B and A, so you have no idea. Especially if you're here in the Philippines, there you don't have like you only have the cartridge. You don't have the manual. You have no idea on how to play. You just go around and mash the buttons um, and when I tried it last uh, this week um, you only have uh, two buttons for kick and uh, the for the kick and the grapple and I have no idea um, which button to press or how to do the moves I just um, noticed they they have like they're in a rectangular ring like they're on the side of the ring then you can go around, um, kick your opponents, but then um, by the time you see your um, enemies are uh, like your opponents are, their health are depleted. You will um, items will start um, like it pops around that you need to get. For example, you have a cross for uh, Hulk Hogan. I don't. Uh, have any idea what that does but one of the viewers uh, told me that it's a power-up but I didn't see any um, finishing moves <laughs> because I got no idea with the um... so that's the game uh, that's WrestleMania so look at the uh, look at those majestic 8-bit um, graphics so that's Hulk Hogan and Ted DiBiase this looks like the playthrough that I had <laughs> last week so yeah uh, so since it's just the like the start of the console era so nes you will notice the graphics it's simple and yeah that's it uh, you just punch around um you go up and close with your opponents and you just start smacking each other and there you go all right um so thank you for that sir jdm how about sir wiki with all of the wwf and early wcw games and there were only two wcw games mind you <laughs> and a lot of wwe games so what's your first impression to any of those they're so they're so hard uh is my first impression i remember just being frustrated like playing this game as a kid uh with my older brothers and just being completely worked uh in the ring and then afterwards when i started running my mouth outside of the ring uh and just uh just completely in over my head um one of the things that i think is really neat is that even if you look at these older games um you still get some of the core um like wrestling elements like i'm surprised how much you could use the ropes back in this nes era uh bouncing off and you know getting a little bit more momentum with your character maybe cutting into some of those frames and getting close to a hitbox you know so just looking at like from a mechanical like fighting game standpoint it does even bring some interesting um some interesting effects but yeah mostly i remember joe just getting absolutely demolished playing these and not honestly having a great time until like the 64 era 
The N64 games were the best, arguably. Yeah. Um, how about Sir Pao? What can you tell? Uh, what can you tell us about the early, um, the early 80s, 90s games, uh, wrestling games? Well, um, as I can remember, uh, when I first came into these games, uh, this that was the time when I was watching an episode of the Angry Video Gamer. So he has an episode wherein he had enumerated all uh, wrestling games at that time that he encountered and played during when he was like a teenager and a kid and then he and then he discovered that all of them were created by LJN or Acclaim because um, most of uh, most of the games during the 80s and 90s if created by LJN it's either they have uh, they suck gameplay wise or they are just unplayable so that's the burden of the lg and games well what's awesome when i check these games uh this week what's awesome with the lg and games is that um the first game wrestlemania it has hulk hogan in the background or let me check the first game has hulk hogan in the background and then the second game has uh, ultimate warrior so i think um during this time uh they were the faces of wwf so when these games are created and the target mostly are kids who are watching these these wrestling shows on on live television during the 80s so most of that before uh before the attitude era uh all of the wrestling characters that they have were all like plumbers or barbers uh, drivers yeah there are ripoffs of different kinds of uh, occupation so uh, when we say Hulk Hogan, then it's the pure American hero that everybody loves. So, uh, of course, uh, growing up as a kid during that time, who wouldn't know Hulk Hogan or who wouldn't know Randy Savage or Ultimate Warrior? Like uh, when when I remember when I was a kid, I used to hold on the rails of my bed and then I just try to wobble it like Ultimate Warrior. And then when I break the bed. My parents will get angry. What are you doing, pal? So, <laughs> it's it's good times. Uh, it's it's a it's it's like a fundamental time to which you would like to you would like to decide on what uh, job you would like when you grow up. Uh, during that time, I also dreamed to be a professional wrestler. But unlike Sir Nigel, I didn't have the intestinal fortitude to push through <laughs> with that dream. <laughs> And it's up to Sir Nigel. I've been watching his shows, and he's a very good wrestler. And um, afterwards, I became a wrestling aficionado. So along that, I saw these games. Ah, uh, ayan. Uh, what is flashing the screen? Or I think it's is it Raw or uh, no, Super WrestleMania? Super WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I when I remember Super WrestleMania, I played it in the Super NES when I visit my classmates or or my neighbors. Uh, when they played this game, I what I remember about this aside from the gameplay is the awesome music that they have. So if 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 you if the viewers can just check it in YouTube or any other region that they have of this game, please listen to the audio of this of this Super WrestleMania because it's awesome. It's uh, at that time it was uh, like uh, off the board. So uh, if you say wrestling, you you will hear the actual entrances of the wrestlers 
play when you select their their photos so that's a full that's a full um memory of me of those games uh, aside from which as as i told earlier the the best uh rest in video game that gave an impression on me when i was a kid was wrestlemania aside from being a fighting game junkie who loves mortal kombat and street fighter uh this wrestlemania game introduced uh digitized graphics of the actual wrestlers as aside from the digital graphics uh it introduced a mortal kombat type of gameplay to which the wrestlers have projectiles or like ungodly moves that for example razor razor ramon he has uh because he's named razor ramon all of his laps are like uh razors that can cut through the enemy's the enemy's body and aside from which it has a super meter so uh, once you perform enough moves to damage your opponent you will build up a combo meter and then you will perform a 24 hit or 16 hit combo that acts like the super or finisher of the wrestler that you have so aside from which you can play it you can play it in the arcades and then mostly here in the philippines uh, because most of the people uh, during the 90s own a sega mega drive it is mostly prevalent in all in all stores especially on rental stores uh, before uh, we don't have enough money to buy uh, Super NES or a Sega Mega Drive so I just uh, go to the rental stores ask my friends to play with me and then it's either we play uh, beat them up shoot them up or wrestling and of course NBA Live so most of the time uh, when we like when we like to ease some stress with our friends we play Wrestlemania and then uh, sometimes um, when when we have money, we ask the other players to to bet on a certain wrestler to win or bet within ourselves who, who's the better player within within WrestleMania. So it's fun times. Uh, afterwards, uh, we, I think that is another another topic for discussion on the Attitude Era. So All right, uh, thank you for that, sir. Wow. How about Sir Nayo? Uh, the early eighties. Early '90s video game uh, wrestling games. Uh, what are your earliest impressions of it? Either, either, any of them. Oh, um, sir, sir, Nigel, uh, I think you're you're my, uh, you're muted. Yeah. Sorry about that. So yeah, again, uh, I haven't played all retro wrestling games, but I started with the Game Boy WrestleMania 2000. So kind of plays like the usual retro game. So you have to fill up some meters to perform. Signature moves and finisher, and I get so angry with the AI because it was really hard. Well, hard for me when I was a kid back then, but I get to play it everywhere since it was in the Game Boy. I think it has a similar counterpart with on the N64, but that's for the console era. So same, same title WrestleMania 2000. But I also like WrestleMania the arcade, although I haven't I haven't had the chance to play it on the ar- actual arcade. I kind of played the emulators, yeah, emulators on the go, installed some emulators on my phone, so I had a chance to play it. So because I am really a fighting game fan, fighting game fan, so that clicked to me, fighting game and brawler game. But my fa- most favorite 
retro game was WWF WrestleFest because it played like a brawler. So you get like 2D, yeah, you can bring it up so everyone can see WWF WrestleFest. So cartoonish graphics. So it's kind of uh, early, mid-90s. It was, ano, it was made by uh, by Technos Japan before THQ eventually popped up. So WWE WrestleFest plays like a brawler. It's really fun. You have different modes from singles, tag teams, even Royal Rumbles. It wasn't that too over the top, but it was really, really fun. And I know... Is it this one? Last year, yeah. Last year, they released a spiritual, uh, spiritual successor. Retromania. It featured retro yes. wrestlers and yeah, present. So yeah, this was you can see really, really arcadey. Really love wrestling arcade game. Really brawler heavy. Yeah. And if Mechanics and if you notice, really, really well. if you notice the the gameplay of WrestlePest is like Double Dragon because uh it is from the same developer. Oh, yeah, really, really fun. This is the this is my favorite retro pro wrestling game ever next to fire pro so that's a different topic since it's not wwf or wcw wcw really is this for but the arcade or the console it's both uh i think uh, it released first in the arcade and released in snes releases in snes that's what i would love to see in a wrestling game <laughs> Not yeah. those like <laughs> 8-bit uh, graphic. Uh, no, not that 8-bit trash. <laughs> this way more like a wrestling game. Yeah. <laughs> As compared because to those. Arcade, you have this much way more better, better. Way better than 8-bit wrestling games. I, I remember in the 90s, they have this special pop-up arcade cabinet for this game with four players so that uh, anytime you want to play, uh, a kid from another place comes in and challenge you and then you beat them up and then the, the kid cries and then asks for more quarters and then you beat them up some more you put, put the coin on his ass and then somewhere like that what I, what I like about this game if I remember correctly these are the games that really uh, that really featured the Legion of Doom the yes. Road Warriors Hawk and Animal um, <laughs> because uh, with, uh, with Super Wrestlemania um, I mean they almost look the most they all they all almost look the same just a little bit of variety uh, just a little bit of some changes on the feature uh, on the facial feature but you can tell that the on the sprites they used uh that it's uh, they don't really um they don't really did much of any they didn't they didn't really put much detail on, on into each character compared to this one uh with uh with wrestlefest and did this have the finishers included as well yes yes i i believe I, I believe this have the finishers as well the finishers because if there's one thing about the early wwf games the finishers are not there i mean they all share the same basic combi- uh, the same basic move uh, move set just a little bit of variety but most of them will very limited move a uh, move list they all share the same things they don't even include the finisher wcw uh, wcw games like uh, WCW Wrestling and Super Brawl were the only wrestling games that I know back in the 90s, uh, 80s and 90s that really did include their special maneuvers. Uh, although a little bit, uh, a little bit basic if you're going to look at it now. But at the time, as long as they are showing, they are showing you your signature maneuvers, it gave it gave them their indiv- their individuality. 
and that and for me that's the most important thing about a wrestling game all of you can all look the same all of you can have the same move list because of the limitations of the technology but if you have your own finisher included in there at least that's the one of the main reasons why i would play this certain character because i like the finishing moves right and speaking of uh speaking of finishing moves um on in this particular era of wrestling the classic era is 80s 90s i'll just ask the panel who are their favorite uh favorite wrestlers at the time how about sir jdm their favorite wrestler and their and their favorite finishing maneuver during that time of course it's going to be hulk hogan with the running leg drop with the, the running leg drop then the running leg drop of course nobody ta- nobody uh, escapes from that how about sir ricky Uh, I'm gonna cheat a little bit and go late 90s, but the coolest wrestler ever when I was a kid was a man named Raven, and he uh, he was the master Raven. of even flow oh, DDT. Ishito. Uh, that's right. Ishito. Ishito. Yeah, a little, little later in the 90s. If I had to go earlier, like 80s, 90s, I'd probably pick Piper because uh, he's, he's just Roddy Piper. Yeah. Piper. I like that. I like the. Yeah, I like the bad pipe entrance of uh, of Piper. I like the skirt. Um, I like the skirt. <laughs> oh, uh, hilt. Uh, with, with Raven, what? Uh, so he introduced grunge, uh, punk. Or, uh, what was the style of Raven back then? Hardcore. Like a, yeah, hardcore. Very grungy. He wore a lot of like, uh, yeah. like underground metal bands and that yeah. kind of thing. You know, uh, it's like motion pit. Uh, motion. Uh, yeah. But also just very enigmatic as well, right? You never knew what he was doing. Why is he gathering all these weird cultists, you know, everywhere he goes? Like, it's just... Like, he represented the rebels of the 90s, the, the teenage rebels sure. of the uh, of the late 80s and the early 90s. Yeah. How about Sir Pao? Oh, I have two for the 80s and 90s. Uh, that is uh, the sharpshooter. And then the sharpshooter by Bret Hart. Hmm. And then and the... the... Scorpion that's not the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is one, well, uh, which is one I, I, I think which is fine because they they are the same uh, but with different wrestlers uh, the other finisher that I like is the flying elbow by the macho man with the savage oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I remember him fighting much uh, Ultimate Warrior in WrestleMania 7. I think he um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, was that the match where he delivered like three elbow drops to Ultimate Warrior before he won the uh, the championship? Um, and how about Sir believe- Nigel? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Sir Pao. So. I believe so, but uh, I think uh, Macho Man was the one who elevated uh, Ultimate Warrior during that time for the. I think that was for the WWF Championship, and still, uh, and still, uh, the Ultimate Warrior won because I think uh, Hulk Hogan was at, on a hiatus that time, so they don't have enough baby faces to to be the face of WWF yeah, during. Yeah, it's like yeah. promoting some superstars that time. Uh, Hulk Hogan is in theaters. They need a face of the WWF that time. I remember that time there is a cartoons for WWF wrestling that was shown on Channel 2 or Channel 5 or 4. Yeah, channel 5. You can remember yeah. that. Yeah. How about Sir Nigel? Favorite wrestler and finishing maneuver? Yeah, I'm going with like mid-late 90s with 
favorite wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Stistin, because of his charisma. Charisma. And with that, yeah, my favorite finisher? Well, you Stone can hit it Stunner. anytime. It's Stone Cold Stunner. Even though I'm a, <laughs> even though I'm a technical wrestler, I still all love right. Stone Cold. <laughs> Uh, what do you call right. the stunner in like in its generic name uh, before it became the stunner? Because uh, you have ace, a ace crusher, so... a face crusher, a no, jawbreaker. I think the ace crusher uh, is uh, like the diamond cutter or the yeah, RKO. It's... I yeah. think it's a jawbreaker. Yeah, like, like uh, oh, yeah. uh, if you want to go technical about it, it's a sit down face crusher. Yes. Because uh, you sit down. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. How about Sir Ray? Or Jawbreaker. Uh, late 90s, it would be Tatanka and the Ultimate. Oh. Mm. Oh. And then one, two, three, three kids. If you remember, one, two, three kids. Um, and after that, naging si X-Pac. And his finishing move, the Bronco Buster. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the Bronco Buster. Is it? Is it Tatanka the one that does this uh, like the engine, yeah, 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 the yeah, engine yeah, taunt? Yeah. yeah. He's the one. Yung, uh, the, the engine. I think his finisher was the tomahawk, uh, tomahawk chop. Yeah. Tatanka I think he even, the one that uh, Early 90s. Made, early 90s. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it's the DX generation. I'll go for X Pac and Road Dog. <laughs> I think Tatanka oh, did a uh, promotion for um, when they were still um, like um, showing re- WWF in Channel 5. They made Tatanka do a promo for um, the show, in between the shows. Right. How about, oh, sige, uh, I'll, how about, I'll give two. How about two memorable moments on the classic era? The unforgettable moments that you can remember. Two moments. Nope. Hmm. I, I'll, I'll start first. Number one would be WrestleMania six between Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Hey, that's the best. Like two, two baby faces right there. Back in uh, uh, if you were if you were a kid ba- uh, back uh, back in those days, you don't know who to root for. And then of course my second favorite uh, memorable moment would be Macho Man Randy Savage proposing to Miss Elizabeth. Yes, Miss Elizabeth. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes. No, I mean. Yes. <laughs> oh, and her and her response. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like a rather than Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Anyways, um, how about Ricky? Two moment, two unforgettable moments back in the classic era. Classic era. Oh man, who who could forget Macho Man versus Jake the Snake? Macho Man tied up in the ropes yeah. and Damien biting Macho Man. Oh my gosh, that was Sick. a very vi- visual, visual, visual moment because of the Is snake. Is that the one when they uh, when the snake actually bit? Um, yeah, yeah. Macho it was it was gnawing yeah. on his arm. Kids in the in the yeah. front crying. I mean, it's just such a visceral part of that whole experience. Tremendous in a way, one that is like I don't know if something like that's really been topped at like a biggest stage like that. Like, that's that's something I could think about uh, as a kid that like, scared me. Like, holy crap, this guy's gonna die! Like, it's the snakes, uh, not knowing what kind of snake it was and everything. It was just, uh, oh, look at him. Whew. Uh, what's a snake's name, Damien? Damien, yeah, yeah. There are several Damien's, uh, but that's that was, yeah, definitely, definitely one for the ages. Yeah. And then I think maybe the uh, 
the formation of the NWO and the revealing of Hogan as the third man, like that, that also was Back of the Beach, yeah, 94, uh, 96. Incredible. How about Sir Pao? What would be your two most memorable during the classic uh, golden age? Hmm. In the classic era, uh, my first on my list is the time Ooh. when Hulk Hogan faced Andre the Giant in, I think that was WrestleMania 2 or 3. That hmm, is that the baddest... I think flag. that was on three, and the challenge was that no one ever has made a successful body slam on Andre the Giant. So, uh, I think I think during that time because uh, Hogan was the ultimate face of the of the whole America, they made him um, made the body slam on Andre the Giant, and then the big the big boot and the leg drop, so he won mm -hmm. the the WWF Championship. The other one was when uh, it's WrestleMania 11, I think, or 9, when uh, Bret Hart faced Yokozuna, and then at the end of their match, he was cheated uh, by Yokozuna. They he put salt okay. in his in Bret Hart's eyes, and then afterwards, Hulk Hogan just appeared and then challenged Yokozuna yep. for the title, and he won. Yep. So and he won. those like were that. the two. Just like that, so mm -hmm. every Bret Hart fan during during that WrestleMania was brokenhearted and was and was dumbfounded because they weren't expecting Hulk Hogan to appear and Hogan, get the title in wow. the same night. Just like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so those were the two Sir most Powell. memorable for me. All right. Thank you, Sir Powell. And how about Sir Nigel? Golden Era. Yeah, mine was well, uh, late, late, late Golden Era with. WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold hmm. versus Bret Hart, the double oh. finish. When Stone Cold refused to tap out and just bled out yep. and passed out, so passed out Bret Hart was yeah. really yeah. Bret Hart became angry <laughs> because mm -hmm. everyone's telling him he didn't beat Stone Cold or something. He didn't pin. He didn't tap out. He didn't submit. So he didn't pin, it's a double didn't turn. Yeah, Stone Cold, yeah. Stone Cold's rise. You know, I really love Stone Cold. That That's was Stone guy, Cold's yeah. rise. And year before that, it was the origin of the beginning of Stone Cold 316 when he won King of the Ring with his famous speech afterward. The That's 316 speech. Uh, most memorable Austin moments. 316, I just whooped your ass. <laughs> and additional, bonus, bonus memorable moment was Hell in the Cell, Kane's debut when he appeared and ripped wow. up that steel door. The first one. Yeah, uh, first mm. one. And Tombstone Bad Blood 97, yeah. Yeah, that was, was uh, it, one of the memorable. <laughs> was it Mankind versus Undertaker during that know, time? Uh, Undertaker no, it's Sean and Undertaker. Shawn Michaels, yeah, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels yeah. Yeah. That's the first one, yeah. Uh, how about Survey? Most memorable during the Golden Era? <clears throat> Early 90s na rin ako eh. Like, the first ano, Hell in the Cell match and, or with Undertaker and Mankind. Wherein Mankind was slam from above then going down and that was a big yep. mind blow big bump. <laughs> and then well the the invasion of the generation x in the wcw yeah it's the best promotional thing i ever seen mm -hmm. and the uh, attitude era when WCW oh, you know, you know, you know and, sorry about that nice actually Kevin Nash and the guys were already uh, were were behind the gate, and they were not sure whether they would let DX come in or not. But Eric Bishop said no. 
They quite he said no. But that was the best promotional thing. It was. For it was. WCW and WWE that I WWF that time because they're both promoting each other, right? Um, according to Kevin Nash, he wanted BX to uh, to proceed inside the place so that people will watch WCW just to see BX. Yeah. So it's still people coming to WCW ratings wise just to see BX. Uh, just to see BX inside the WCW arena. And according to the interviews done with X-Pac and Road Dog, they the only the, the only plan that they thought of was just being there outside. They did they don't know what they're going to do once they go inside. <laughs> <laughs> they were af- they were legitimately afraid that the WCW guys will uh, will you know uh, will beat the shit out of them. Uh, how about Sir JDM? Memorable uh, moments too from the golden era. Um, for me, it's going to be um, the one, two, three kid winning over Razor Ramon for the inter. Oh. Is that, that Intercontinental right? Championship? Yeah, Intercontinental Championship. So we know uh, he's just a young kid who likes wrestling. Then um, he um, defeated uh, Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental, and uh, one of my most um, like memorable moment for the Golden Age of WWF is the match between Yokozuna and the Undertaker, the casket match. Where uh, is that one played. when the Undertaker float over? <laughs> yeah. Then he went to the like the Titan Tron. Yep. And it was Marty Janelli. I will not rest in peace. I will not rest in peace. I remember remember that as well. Good stuff, good stuff. So let's move on now to... uh, Did we got everyone? (laughs) I think we got everyone. So let's move on now to the... um, To the... Hey! uh, To the new... The transition between the new generation and the Attitude Era. So between the Attitude Era... Uh, we got a few game releases there. Around this time, WCW were uh, was already taking more traction. Eric Bischoff came in. The NWO, uh, um, the Monday Night Wars started happening. More WWF guys coming over to WCW. Some WCW guys are coming over to WWF. Uh, just a switch over. And we got a few games back, uh, back in the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era. We got WWF in your house. WCW versus the World, WCW, WCW versus NWO World Tour for the N64, Warzone for the PS1, Nitro for the PS1, WCW Mayhem for the PS1, WWF SmackDown One and Two for the PS1. So this was the uh, this was the mid and late nineties guys. So what can you tell us about any of these games? So let's start with Sir Ricky. WCW versus NWO Revenge. My boy Raven front and center plastered on the sticker, on the box. It was just an incredible time to be a wrestling fan and kid there. Um, I don't know. This is maybe one of the first games I remember um, being able to brawl outside of the ring in that level of detail. And uh, I don't remember if this had a backstage or if I'm thinking of No Mercy, maybe. Um, but I remember having a lot of fun. Just the cast of characters in WCW at that time was incredible. Maybe one of the best rosters in, in the history of, of wrestling at that time. Black and white, 
Wolf Pack, yeah. um, Raven's Flock, yeah, and OCW. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just, just, just awesome. I mean, everything, everything about this game was so fun. Using the weapons, also, like, I don't, I don't remember outside of like uh, the WWF WrestleMania arcade game. I don't remember too many games where you actually got to uh, use chairs and kendo sticks and all that kind of stuff. It was just, uh, just great, just great. I remember um, so when I tried uh, playing the N64 games for the first time, I was uh, I was using a uh, a PS4 controller, and for some reason I can't get the uh, I, I just can't get the controls right. So I had to buy an actual N uh, an, an N64 controller just to play No Mercy and Revenge, and and it was and and they're right. All of the adulations were right. The critical acclaims were right. It was a fun game. Roster-wise, the move list, the controls—it really did play like a good simulation of, uh, of a, uh, of a, of a wrestling game. Both no, uh, no, no, the No Mercy was pretty much the perfect version of, uh, of the of the Aki games, the Aki games engine that they used for No Mercy, uh, No Mercy. I mean World, I mean World Tour, and then per, and then right. improved upon the Revenge, and then improved further with No Mercy. I mean. Ignore the choppy, uh, ignore the choppy, the blocks, uh, the choppy blocky, three uh, D graphics of of the N of the N sixty four. But back then, it was uh, they were the shit. I think more additions uh, to that therapy. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that I'm really excited about. I mean, they've they've still yet to deliver, and the footage I've seen so far is not super great. Uh, but Kenny and the folks at AAW Games with, with Fight Forever, or whatever the heck they're going to call it when it actually gets released, it's supposed to be an homage to No Mercy in this era of gaming. Uh, so a little bit more of that arcade, beat-em-up style gameplay versus what you have in like the 2K series now, which is way on the simulation side. So excited to see what happens there. Um, but this this was just so much, so much fun. Four players all sitting around a TV uh, and just, just playing this game for hours, man. Fantastic. Thank you for that, Sir Vicky. How about Sir Nigel? During the PS1 and 64 era, what were the My games first, that really yeah, stuck out to you? WWF game was WWF Attitude in PS1. Attitude. Yeah, but I like WCW Mayhem more. This is pre-Smackdown. Yeah, pre-Smackdown. Mayhem? Yeah, I like Mayhem for some reason. For some reason, I like Mayhem I like Mayhem more than Attitude for some reason, but I was still a WWF. Ah. <laughs> Actually, that Mayhem was my introduction to WCW. So okay, that was my All first right. uh, first intro with <laughs> WCW. But I like it more than Attitude. But once SmackDown release, it was so SmackDown and ah, SmackDown Two. That was the peak pro wrestling game on the PS One era for me. Serviki, uh, Serviki. Um, in Sir Nigel's defense, uh, mayhem uh, <laughs> better than Nitro or Thunder. Yeah, right. Agree. Agree. Don't try to agree. The upgrade, yeah. For some reason, in my memory, I like mayhem more than Attitude. Well, that's the only comparison I have since I haven't had the experience to play in your house and WCW versus the World, WCW versus NWO, the World Tour. But I'm not including No Mercy. No Mercy is a different. I played it much later on with the mods and all. So I haven't had right. the experience to play it firsthand, freshly. So, fresh release, I had the experience to play Attitude and Mayhem along with SmackDown and SmackDown 2. So, I don't know. 
for me, this was this, the only comparison I have. Attitude and Mayhem. But for my favorite one, it was SmackDown and SmackDown 2 because of the customization. And of you course, what? I can tell. A better fluid. Sir Nigel owns a PS1 rather than an N64. That's why. Like yeah. most of us did back in uh, back in the Philippines. Uh, we never really PS1 really is much cheaper than N64. PS1 for Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. So yeah, for me, that's that's my only PS1 experience with wrestling games. With WWF and WCW game. But yeah, I really like yeah, SmackDown was the peak for me. SmackDown and SmackDown 2. Mac- because of the more fluid, yeah, more fluid, more dynamic, more impact, and of course the create a superstar. Create a wrestler. I, get, yeah. I, uh, I got a chance to make a raptor slash robot <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> that was fun for me. Alright, thank you for that, Sir Nigel. How about Sir Pao? Um, well, that was, uh, during the uh, during the uh, during the PS1 N64 era. Well, uh, I managed to play all of the games because um, down down here in Santa Cruz there was a N64 rental, so I was able to play and uh, WCW versus the world. Uh, I think that? it was I mean, I think it was in Camarines Ta- Street. There was a ah. N64 and PS1 rental that time, and during that time I wasn't able to earn, to own a PS1 before. So afterwards, when I own a PS1, of course the first game that I played was WWF Attitude. But before that, I was playing wrestling games in. Uh, I I was able to play in your house, which is like an improved version of WWF WrestleMania. But with yep. the load, with the very very long load times. So imagine if you're going to play for 30 minutes just to play that game. 10 minutes of that 30 minutes is for the loading time. Imagine that. Imagine those <laughs> times. Now we have uh, like the uh, PS5. We have SSDs, and then if we play via other means, uh, it's like the loading times are like one minute or two minutes or even wow. faster compared to that time. So. Afterwards, I agree with Nigel with WCW Mayhem on the PS1 because during that time there wasn't any SmackDown game. The SmackDown was like the was like the pioneer of all wrestling games going forward that period up to the up to the 2K series. Now during that time, uh, what we have is in your house uh, WCW Nitro and Thunder, which sucks. Uh, and also we have WWF Warzone and Attitude, which is a lot better. But still, uh, you would need to have to enter command grabs in able for you to perform like a DDT. Oh, no. And we are going to, we are going and, to crash both games. Come on, do it. Yeah. Do it, do it. <laughs> so if you, oh, you were if, saying, I, oh, no, no. as I can remember, in Nitro and Thunder. Enable for you to perform a grab. You will need to perform like down, down, back, back, down, square, or back, back, down, X, just for a simple slam. And then the finishers are a, se- a separate issue. Aside from which, those games are unresponsive, are non-responsive, and you would need to like uh, be familiar with its timing in order for you to perform those moves. Uh, Warzone. Warzone and Attitude were the go-to games of those people who rent in, who rent in the PS1 era. Uh, everyone who plays Warzone, I can remember 
uh, the rental here has a multi-tap so that four players can play simultaneously and can and can do tag team matches with each other. So, but still, uh, compared to SmackDown, it still has uh, command moves for you to perform finishers and grabs. Like, for example, you would need for Warzone and Attitude, you would need to to put your enemy into the red life bar before you can perform the finisher. But before that, uh, you would need to, of course, brawl your opponent for a lower life bar. And still, you each character has a unique a unique set. And I can remember here when I played Attitude, uh, I was using the rock. And then the people's elbow has no animation or running animation to it. You you would just you would just perform up down triangle, and then he will perform the people's elbow without running. Okay. So when 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 WWF SmackDown came, it was a game changer because everything in that game is like uh, what you see on the television. For example, yes. the people's elbow. Um, at that time, I I believe the rock bottom was the rock's finisher until they made it like the uh, official finisher for SmackDown. And when you perform the people's elbow, uh. Uh, a separate animation sequence will be performed to which the rock will will throw the elbow pad and then run towards the ring before delivering the rock the, the people's elbow which is at that time around 2000s or the early 2000s was revolutionary for that point because no other wrestling game was able to do something like that uh, the closest was WCW versus the world uh, mayhem a little bit it changed and has improved graphics over the former but uh, Smackdown nailed it and then afterwards when they released Smackdown 2 well that killed all all of the other games I think during that time there was also other games like WCW back uh, backstage back brawl and back ECW I think yes I think ECW also has another game to which it has the same, um, Anarch- the same hardcore revolution and anarchy rules. Yeah. Yes, and I think they they use the same system or the same mechanics as Warzone and Attitude did. But afterwards, everybody was going crazy over SmackDown. That was the bottom line. Uh, I love uh, that. That's <laughs> the bottom line. Uh, Stone Cold said so. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about Sir JDM? What do you think? Uh, since I'm a it PS- doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, as a PS1 guy, I played um, initially. I played the WWF in your house, which was I think the last. Um, uh, no, I think that was between the classic and the uh, Monday Night Wars. Uh, the graphics yes. is like since it, it was made by Midway, they did uh, the game like they did do Mortal Kombat. They were uh, the digitized um, image of the wrestlers. And I think we discussed that earlier with uh, Sir Pao. Um, then I went on to play because uh, during that time, 1998 up until 2000, I was in the United Arab Emirates for two years. I only saw WCW like exclusively because it's the only wrestling show that I could watch for the 
two years that I was there. Uh, that was in TNT. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. First, um, in the morning. Cable. Yep. Metro. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cable. After Cartoon Network signs off 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five. Uh, there in the UAE, um, it was cut Cartoon Network around 5 a.m. up until 7 p.m. Then wow. 7 p.m. onwards going to be TNT. So they have this um, old shows, uh, old movies. Then every Saturday night they play uh, WCW Nitro. Nitro. So WW WCW Saturday Nitro because it's uh, played during Saturdays. During Saturdays. So, I became a WCW fan uh, during that days. Then I didn't have any uh, since that time. There's no internet yet. You don't have there's there was the internet, but you don't have any access to it yet. You don't have like the luxury of the internet that days during those days. So I watched WCW. So um, I pick up the PS One. I pick up. WCW Nitro, which was a crappy game. <laughs> Everyone has the same moves, but makes uh, what makes the wrestlers unique is you have the like their signature moves and their finisher moves, which is great because it defines um, the wrestler that you're playing. Like you have um, Kevin Nash um, doing the. Uh, power bomb yeah. and then Jack Goldberg um, performing the Jackhammer, uh, everything. And what I like about the WCW games and the WCW NWO Thunder games are the rants when you choose your character. They yes, like That's trash talk everyone. One of the best things of the games, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. If there's yeah. if there's any good things about those games, the pro the yeah. promos, yeah. the rants. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, my friend, uh, one of my uh, Pinay friend, um, he went vacation on 99, uh, summer 99. Uh, summer back there was um, around July. Like in the US, it's uh, somewhere in June up until uh, September. So he went home here in the Philippines. Then when he came back, he called me up and, hey, I have a WWF game here, which was um, WCW, uh, WWF Attitude, uh, or is it Warzone? But I think it was Warzone. Then after a year, uh, Attitude came out. Uh, that's when I like almost destroyed my WCW games or <laughs> left them in a... like. To collect dirt and i started playing those games until wcw mayhem showed up um to sir nigel's defense um i like <laughs> wcw mayhem because of the controls it's like the arcade style uh, you have uh, like a grapple button then you don't have to input the moves like they did with the acclaim games. <laughs> in WC, no. uh, so it's much easier with Mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was easier with yeah. Mayhem. And easier. since I'm a WCW fan, of course, I would patronize more WCW because all my favorite wrestlers are there. I think the WCW fan base is a kind of uh, no, eh. um, their promotion sucks that time. <laughs> Compare for WWF. <clears throat> I'm just stating facts. Well, I, be- I believe that time. After, after, that N- time after NWO died, no. Uh, 
I still yeah. um, on that era WWF is still um, the, the number one the number was one was Bagwell the ace in WCW after after a NWA guy <laughs> how could you how could you be smirched Judy Bagwell on the pole <laughs> well I, I, I never, re- I never got... realized it was really her mother uh, it was it was really his mother I didn't know that what the hell Vince Russo <laughs> Well, I believe that here in the Philippines, uh, what contributed to WWF's popularity was that uh, it was shown in local television and in cable. I think during that time, it was shown on ESPN every Wednesday night. And the only way that... Yes, Star Sports, yes. That's correct. So so afterwards, WCW hasn't doesn't have any other medium here locally so you're only going to watch it in tnt so if you're familiar with other wrestlers like one two three kid going going to wcw or scott hall and and kevin nash you know them in wwf as razor ramon and diesel so right when 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 they were gone in WWF, if you're living here in the Philippines, you you don't know what happened with the storylines. You don't know that uh, they shifted to another wrestling company because mm-hmm. what we have here is only WWF. So yes. when 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 retail stores here come to sell uh, WCW and you see Kevin Nash and uh, Kevin Nash and X Pac in the logo, okay. then then you would be then you will you would ask yourself is there is there another wrestling company that i don't know yeah. i need to watch that yeah, so that's the go, feeling you're going to tell pao yeah during that time when i was watching that uh the only people i i i cheered for was sting and goldberg then Thing well afterwards when i learned more about goldberg when growing up and he was the reason why bret hart retired then i changed my opinion on goldberg <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of that because of that kick because of that yeah kick. But this is a good uh, this is a good conversation piece guys uh, in terms of what wrestling promotions were being more available back then uh, so that to Sir Ricky, uh, it's a little bit more. Uh, it's a little bit more of a news to him because these were the these were the progress that we have back then, Sir Ricky. I mean, it's just WWF were more uh, more syndicated compared to WCW. If we don't have if we don't have cable, then we don't know what's happening over there. That's a, that's uh, a really interesting uh, thing because in, in the U.S., I mean, we had especially in that like that early two thousands, right? Like the pinnacle of six million people watching live right you know on on some of these shows um you started seeing all these little promotions get tv time as well ecw uh tna started at some point uh, mm-hmm. around 2004 2003 yeah, yeah yeah um so you got to see all like, yeah, of these different characters and you get to know all these stories and then eventually see them grow into showing up on wwf on a pay-per-view like the ecw invasion or whatever like that was that was rad to see live but it was just like so fortunate you know to be able to just not have those challenges like you're talking about with syndication and whatnot and take yeah. note during that time we don't have enough internet so we're we're not aware who's whose wrestler is coming to to, to wwe or who's yeah. going to transfer to another promotion uh lately you have access to google or you have access to 
YouTube videos which uh which people are predicting that someone is coming to another promotion. So kayfabe is gone. I know I don't know. <laughs> I mean we, we don't I mean we do we do uh in the US they have dirt sheets, but back uh, but back in the Philippines we have we have wrestling magazines, but we uh, but as kids we don't really pay attention to those. All yeah. we see is what we so, get. Yes, most of us know of other promotions because of video games. Uh, if video there games. weren't, uh, if there weren't any other uh, retail stores that selling WCW or ECW, peep, uh, kids back then won't won't even know that they exist. Um, so, in regarding with the in regarding with the attitude Monday Night War era. So the Monday Night Wars, it's uh, back in the Philippines. We don't even know there was a, a Monday Night War because we didn't even know there was a WCW. It was a big thing in the U.S. ratings war and all that. Um, as far as the uh, as far as as far as those games go, uh, in your house would be the last WWF uh, game that I played because I played Warzone and then Attitude. With Warzone, I was uh, I I kind of I can't. It, it came out during my high school days. I really, I was really excited to play that game. Um, and I remember one of my classmates got this secret list. It's a, it's a handwritten list of all of the finishers, and not all of them are, were there. Not all of them were there. And we don't. And I, I don't have any access. I don't have any money to buy up to buy a gaming magazine, of course. So I took that list, and then um, I think there were out of out of fourteen, there were only like eight. Uh, wrestlers that has finishers because on Warzone it was never really there in the move list. You, you no. just have to know. It. You just have to know it by either by going to a magazine or somebody has to tell you. In my case, it was just list, it was just listed there. So how about the other? So how about the other wrestlers? I have to. So I had. So I spent countless nights after school trying out several button combinations just to figure out each uh, the remaining the remaining wrestlers finishers. Um, I was able. Uh, it was Goldust, Brit- the British Bulldog, Farouk, and um, Marsh and Trasher. Those five. I, um, I, I had to guess. I had to guess, and eventually I got all of them. Which, uh, and then I and then I list them, then give it to my friend, and this is the complete list, you bastard. <laughs> With WWF Attitude, I remember I was so excited about that game as well. I remember me and my my best friend from high school. Uh, we uh, we chipped in to buy this magazine, like a Game Pro magazine, that showcased WWF Attitude. And unfortunately, we didn't realize it was for the Dreamcast version. So that so the controls were different. The controls were different. But if you're and then we, the only reason why we bought the magazine is because we were afraid that it was gonna be like Warzone, like. The, the signature moves, the finisher moves are are not included. But if you know the security pin, they are there included in the um, they're still included in the move in the move list now. And with Warzone and an attitude to all of you guys who played there uh, with both of those games, most likely you played like this: do a move, pause, move list. Uh, okay, I have done this. Pause, do the move, pause. Move list. Okay, what else have I have not done? Pause. Do the move. Pause again. Okay, move list. Okay, what's the finisher? That, that's the good thing with, uh, with the WCW mayhem because all you have to do is 
to uh, do the moves. Then uh, when you your bar fills up, you see the finish. Uh, finish, finish him. Was it finish him? Finish then him. You yeah. can automatically do the move when you press the grab the move, right? And, and then for... when the um, and then when the SmackDown ta- and then the SmackDown games came in. So SmackDown one came in like what uh, May two thousand and one, and then the same year, a few months later, SmackDown two came out. And it, SmackDown 2 was a, a big improvement of SmackDown 1. Uh, the theory was Yooks um, were were in a deadline, so they had to put it. Uh, they had to put a game out, and then they released SmackDown 2, the complete version. And I get. And one of the reasons why Smack the, the first SmackDown, the first two SmackDown games were such uh, were such uh, fan favorites because of what games came before it. Never you're going to see the 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 button combinations just to do a move. Never that you're going to see the uh, the very slow the very slow movements. Never you're going to see the simulated entrances. With SmackDown one, SmackDown one and SmackDown two, you can actually see the Titantron entrances, which is which were good. As far as the WCW games is concerned, oh my God! So in Sir Nigel's defense, again. <laughs> What came before Mayhem? You got Nitro and Thunder. Uh, very asinine uh, controls and graphics. Uh, you really have to do, uh, and like Sir Powell mentioned, so you really have to go real close, do a button combination, just to do a, uh, just to do, a, just to pull off a move. Most of the time, I'll just do a test of strength, and then it's easier to get your opponent's life meter to to reach red until you do a finisher. I don't have to do a, I don't have to do any any fancy moves. I just do test of strength. Reach that help down to the red, do the finisher, and then pin, submit, move to the next. The best part of those games are just the rants, the promos. At least if you if you don't know those, because, uh, like for us in the Philippines, we don't know the WCW wrestlers, right? So if you are if you are new to this kind of uh, this kind of promotion, by having those rants, you get to know their personality, kind of, uh, maybe in just a few seconds at least. You you, you 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 know how you know how they look. You know how they talk because the in-game sprite is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was on yeah. the, the so, character yeah. sprite menu, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember her. Uh, um, I think Raven was was pick me, don't pick me, do whatever you want, just leave do me whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quote the Raven, oh. nevermore. Yeah, I can remember. remember that? Oh, that was the that that is the highlight of those games. I think. <laughs> I remember in Nitro, uh, all those big men can also do can also perform work and runners. So yeah, <laughs> because it's a generalized move list. So as long as you know the move, or as long as you know the commands for the move, then you can make everybody do that move. That's that's how. Never once I've seen Kevin Nash do a Frankensteiner. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So because of the move list, uh, you can make him do a Frankensteiner. Now to add, I remember in SmackDown 2, my mom always uh, scold me because when when she enters my room and then sees the loading screen that it is cat. What are you watching, Paulino? And cat's wow, photo is like the, the one with the, the bra screen. and the, the and the. And the big melons, so they think puppies, that I'm watching something. Puppies. The, the puppies, puppies, yes. Cats showing the puppies, so whoever enters my room thinks that I am watching something naughty. 
Or are you watching Cat, hentai was again? Tori, it was Stephanie, yeah. is Stephanie McMahon. Who else was there? Elita. This is SmackDown 2, guys. Uh, who else were there? Debra. Molly Holly. Uh, Trish Stratus. Jacqueline. Trish. Trish. There were a lot. Is Casey Keebler, is Stacey Keebler there? I think she's uh, not PS2. part of that. PS2. Uh, PS2. Uh, PS2. I think I think China's still part of SmackDown oh, yeah, 2. As an unlockable. Yeah, China was there. Yep. China was there. So there so aside from which, what can I remember about SmackDown 2? Well the entrances. Well uh WWF Attitude had better entrances compared to SmackDown 2. What they did in SmackDown 2 and SmackDown is that uh, they put the wrestler on the screen and the background is the actual video of their entrance. Uh which is a little bummer during that time because what we saw on WWF Attitude was the wrestlers running down or walking down the aisle, going to the ring, but without the. Up, oh, I think Sir Pao. Um, oh yeah, there we go. Sir Sir Pao is just loading a little bit there, <laughs> having some connection problems there. Um, it, as far as this, as far as those games are concerned, during during that era, I would give the edge a little bit to the WWF games because the WWF games, the roster. Most of them have, uh, each of them have their own special, uh, have their own special moves, have their own finishers. Like almost in the roster, have their own, uh, have their own finishers. Just press L1, then they'll just do the move. With the WCW game, the uh, Nitro, uh, Nitro Thunder, even the Mayhem Backstage Assault games, not all of them have um, have signature finishing moves. Um, not even updated ones. I remember Buff Bagwell. Uh, I love him doing the blockbuster from the second rope. Never you're gonna see that on uh, on Nitro, on Thunder, Mayhem, or Backstage Assault. I think he'll just do a. I, I'm not. I can't remember. Either it's a power slam or a neckbreaker. That's all he does. I didn't um, even not, see yeah. like in WCW. I was uh, watching it before uh, during the uh, Steiner's feud. I didn't even see like Buff Bagwell wrestle anyone. He just no. Escorts, uh, um, no, I think that's you know, that is his knee problem, right? He was he was on crutches for like a year for a while. I don't know what he was. So, the, um, the story was, um, Bath Bagwell joined the NWO and then he's all he was always there during the promos. It it kind of it kind of fooled the viewer that he's always in action, but in actuality, he, he wasn't. He wasn't never once he wrestled in Nitro, not even in Thunder. <laughs> It was only during the late years of the NWO when he wrestled Rick Steiner. Uh, he had, I think, they had a uh, a work shoot finish where um, where Rick Steiner did a uh, did a move and then uh, and then Buff Bagwell landed weirdly on the mat and he was paralyzed from the neck down. That's why he was on a wheelchair for for a few weeks and then it was later revealed that it was a swerve. He 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 can actually walk just to beat down Rick Steiner again. It was one of those uh, Russo um, Russo swerves back in the, back in the uh, back in the two thousands when uh, when Vince Russo was uh, was the head uh, head creative of WCW. Unfortunately, Vince so, Russo um, the destroyer. Vince Russo. <laughs> so let's go now to the uh, the PS two era. Um, yeah. This was the time of the uh, so. Around this time, uh, in the year 2001, um, speaking of Vince Russo, WCW um, had a, uh, well, their parent company, uh, Time Warner, had a uh, 
were merged with a uh, with AOL. AOL didn't want wrestling programs in their in their in their company, so they lost their network. They had to uh, they had to sell all of the archives in the library. Vince McMahon took the offer. That's why they um that's why Vince essentially killed WCW. And then the invasion era happened after that, and then led to the ruthless aggression era. So guys from ECW and WCW, um, for for better or for worse, were uh, were utilized in WWF. Oh, WWE at this time, and then there were so many guys they had to brand split. One Raw, one SmackDown, and eventually the ill-fated ECW brand, which only lasted like what two three years. So anyway, so uh, during the PS2 era, you got uh, what do we got for the PS2 era? Almost all of the WCW, uh, all of the uh, the SmackDown games. Just bring it, shut your mouth. Here comes the pain. The SVR series and maybe the new uh, maybe Rumble Roses at the time. Backyard Wrestling, TNA Impact. So TNA Impact. Uh, so TNA uh, started around 2004. So this was at, so this was during the the ruthless aggression era. And a few games from uh, from New Japan and FMW Japan, all pro, uh, all Japan Pro. So let's talk about the PS2 era, guys. Most likely, the ones that we are more accustomed with. Uh, we, you got your uh, your SmackDown games right after SmackDown SmackDown One and Two, carried over to the PS2. You also got your Xbox games like Raw. You got your GameCube games, Day of Reckoning, and WrestleMania 19. I think Xbox has WrestleMania, uh, Xbox has Raw, and WrestleMania 21, if I remember correctly. So, all of those games, guys, during that era, what can you say? Let's start with Sir JDM. Um, honestly, uh, for the mid when uh, 2000s, I haven't been um, watching any wrestling shows during that time. Uh, that's the time when I got back from the UAE. Then I was in the province back then, so I didn't see any wrestling shows during that time because of the reception. And I was busy with studies back then. I was high school around that time. And then I'm going to college. I only went back to uh, professional wrestling around 2006 and 2007. And by that time, I remember... Um, uh, the Undertaker choosing Batista to be his uh, opponent in WrestleMania. I think that was in 2006. How awesome is that? <laughs> and I have played. Um, that's the time. Also, uh, 2007. That was the time when I bought my very first uh, console, the PS2. I have played uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. So, so far, it's like the old SmackDown games with the uh, with better graphics. Um, the controls are somehow the same. You can do the finishers by just pressing the L1 button, unlike uh, back in the day where we press um, combinations just to do the moves like in uh, WWF Attitude. And by that time, I wasn't familiar with most of the rosters from the WWE. Uh, but that was that time, I think, 
2003 when I went to college that was the time they signed the three major superstars of the Ruthless Aggression uh, Randy Orton John Cena and Batista right uh, yep. so, uh, those three men came from OVW Ohio Valley, uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling Ohio uh, which Valley. was formerly the like the territorial ground uh, training ground for WWE during yep. that time I only saw my uh, like my classmates playing this in the uh, when we have when we go for breaks or we don't have any classes during uh, those college years and it amazed me because uh, that's uh, I said to myself that's the wrestling game that I should have played before right Um, so around this time, sir JDM, n- not much that you can. Uh, did you play Here Comes the Pain, Shut Your Mouth, or? I only saw my classmates uh, play. Do, I, yeah, yeah, they do the entrances like they really come out uh, from the ramp up to the right. ring, right? Then you have the uh, created uh, created wrestlers doing their like entrances. Uh, I remember seeing one of them. Uh, like doing a uh, accidental entrance, they like um, in a bicycle or was that a like a stroller? Then they accidentally like slide down the ramp and <laughs> then bump into the ring ringside. This one, I think these were the games that um, Brock Lesnar uh, got first introduced. And then Goldberg being on an actual WWE game. How about Sir Pao? Well, uh, era. When, during the PS2 era, uh, I can remember not having a PS2 during that time. Uh, that's why I was addicted to the arcades. But when I pass by PS2 rental stores, what I commonly see people play are either NBA WWE wrestling games or RPGs. Uh, most likely Final Fantasy X. So 10, yeah. when Final Fantasy X, you have a lot of RPGs for PS2. But most of the time, those casual players are are some kids would prefer playing uh, would prefer playing wrestling games. So uh, during this time, I don't own a PS2, but I was able to browse through some of the games. Uh, recently, so what I can tell about the SmackDown franchise, in uh, going up to the SmackDown versus Raw franchise, is that uh, this started the simulation aspect of the wrestling game. So before, uh, wrestling games are considered like party games for people or party games for your friends. If you like to throw it down, uh, have take a controller, play in your house, uh, ask some friends to come by and then have some snacks, play some wrestling games and then later on if you get pissed with one another you wrestle each other. So uh, during this time uh, the simulation aspect came in like uh, you you are able to create your wrestler, uh, you can create, you can participate in storylines to which you can develop your wrestler to become a champion or to become a legend and then um while while the while uh technology is developing it came through it came through simulation like creating uh 
creating a franchise or defending a franchise and deciding on whether what storyline you will create or you will choose in order for your brand to succeed or uh, you may choose uh, different uh, scenarios for each of your wrestler in story mode uh, so you can pick whether or not you can become a face or a heel so a lot yeah. of those uh, yeah. Uh, and and then you can create your own pay-per-view and such that yes. uh it, it, yes those games uh those games makes you makes you participate in a way that you are the one who's making the decisions for the wrestler and that franchise so aside from which uh there the realism of the moves that you can perform when moving up from the smackdown franchise is that um some some moves like uh you can you you a wrestler can have two sets of that or categories of uh rest or fighting fighting styles like uh lucha libre you can be a technical wrestler a powerhouse and then uh it can it can uh it can be an advantage to some wrestlers and then it can be also a disadvantage to some so it became more technical so it's it's fun but if you're more into a deeper aspect of the wrestling of, of pro wrestling and you would like to be involved in a certain way like you would like to manage then the ps2 era shows a shows a wide range of uh, changes from the previous smackdown franchises from just uh, playing with your friends or playing a uh, season mode into managing the whole you know, the whole the whole the whole show that's it it's become a, a little bit the, more technical i'm looking at the game footage that we are showing right now can yeah. you tell any difference <laughs> from 2001 2006 can you tell any difference between what you're seeing right now gameplay wise gameplay wise it's it's more it's more realistic now because uh because of technology and because of what uh developers can do with the system and its current state like the ps2 up to the ps3 and xbox and gamecube they can perform more they can do more realistic stuff and then yeah. and you can see the audience reacting to you like it's not part of it's not part of the previous franchises. They just stand there with a with a poster, and some hair blower noises are coming out from the background. But with this, uh, you can interact, and then you can see them cheering for you. So it's much more realistic now, especially this uh, current gen. They show almost. Uh, they look like the same as the shows that we are seeing in television or by YouTube. There you go. So well, I, think, uh, I, I think I think I leave the have, rest to the team. <laughs> you have comments oh, yeah, from Jim oh. Ross and uh, Jerry the King Lover on the background with the chant. Oh yeah, they're doing the commentary here. Yeah. Yeah, they have commentary. Yeah. And sometimes they Nigel? like watch the oh. moves. For me, yes, Tira. Well, I didn't own my own PS2, so kind of skipped the other games that did. She played with Just Bring It, Shut Your Mouth, and Comes the Pain. And until now, Here Comes the Pain is one of the best, best games, best pro wrestling games ever. Aside from, it was still arcadey for me. Arcadey, a little simulation, but more arcadey. Especially the backstage, Heart Anywhere Falls can climb 
a building, ride a helicopter, and jump from there. Yes, you the helicopter ta- dive. Yeah, you can stack, <laughs> stack tables. You can, yeah, you can, you can tables. climb up the <laughs> helicopter and then do an elbow drop to your opponent down, <laughs> way down the streets. You can even ride the Undertaker's motorcycle. So it was really, really a fun. The only resting game for me was Here Comes the Pain. But if we're talking about other non pro wrestling related wrestling game I think the other my other favorite game was Def Jam NY Def Jam Def Jam NY was mm. yeah the best uh, aside from we can fight anywhere you can throw Danny Trejo outside the subway using red yeah aside from wrestling fan I was also a hip hop fan so that was a right, right, really, right, right. really really good game for me like, sample sample uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can trap I like the music but I can trap <laughs> so you're basically the, the Filipino John Cena now <laughs> well no I'm more of a street dancer than a rap yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Right, that's right yeah. I was a break dancer ah, so you're, ah, so you're, Fili- yeah. uh, you're the Filipino disco inferno <laughs> but a b-boy instead of disco oh we're seeing ah, right. WWE superstars one of the ah, different flavors, more archaic. Top. <laughs> so uh, on the screen, that's WWE superstars. Another over-the-top RKD wrestling game. So if we're kind of sick of the simulation, this one also was one of the great wrestling games. Oh yeah, the All Stars. Yeah, uh, like this game. Like you can <laughs> John Cena doing his FU. FU. F by before, jumping before in the air jumping in the air throwing spinning in the air with a choke slam from Undertaker and Big big Show yeah for me but yeah in summary overall here comes the pain still the number one resting all from right. all eras that's uh, from all eras <laughs> uh, you were about to say Sir Pao uh, I think uh, this, that game is WWE All-Stars yeah with the super, with the super moves, yeah. I, I, I recently, I recently saw a video of that with an unlimited combo, and then straight to a finisher that end the match for like a minute. <laughs> That's a pretty cool game. Uh, how about Sir Ricky? A PS2 era. Oh, PS2 era. So, uh, I think this is where I actually stopped watching wrestling for. 10 years so around bikers biker cena era to the pg era until the end of the yes movement at wrestlemania that was my first wwf or e event i watched like that whole time so i missed so much however the games introduced a level of customization that is now standard right you're being able to create not only just your own wrestler but your own arenas upload your own logos rip songs off of your own cd collection and use those as your entrance music so great and amazing and i think we hit on it already with powell but who doesn't love being the gm i mean that was as as an rpg gamer and not something that really i don't i like playing fighting games but i don't play fighting games for hours and hours and hours um anymore but i can play an rpg for 12 hours straight given the right amount of uh, energy drinks you know uh and that allowed me yeah it's just just <laughs> that allowed me to you know step in the hands make my own stories and it's something that right. i still do today like it's just like right. a gm mode with uh be, be your own so <laughs> yeah Raw versus smackdown 2006 i think was the first one with gm mode maybe um don't yeah, me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so um 
I mean, just being able to do that, you know, take take the wrestlers that you'd love to see get a world championship and book them into an opportunity where they got that, you know, that was, that to me is everything. And I think that's, uh, you can actually just simulate the shows and make your own endless hours of content and programming uh, there with one of those games. I think that to me, it's weird, really shine. I, um, which one, uh, which one SmackDown games in the PS2 that had this um, mini game that you're doing a, uh, like a um, like a beat 'em up simulation. I'm not sure which uh, which SmackDown game was it. I think oh, um, sure. there's this. Yeah, I, I can't remember which one. I mean, there, there's this special mission from Stephanie McMahon that um, and you're you're uh, you're you're backstage on the streets beating up huh. pedestrians. <laughs> not sure if it was 2011 because um, when you're doing the like Road to WrestleMania in 2011, SBR2. Ah, yeah, Road to WrestleMania, yeah. Uh, you're in the backstage, then you can go to the GM room, uh, talk with Stephanie to mm-hmm. get a title shot. You can also piss your, um, like, other wrestlers by pushing them or um, talk to them. Um, I played once as Christian, so you can either... Uh, team up with Edge and for the benefit of those with flash photography, we are going to focus <laughs> for a few things. Is he yeah. the rated R superstar by that time, or is he not doing the rated R stuff? <laughs> he was the rated R at the time. Rated R. Mm. He was with Lita at the time. Yeah, Lita. That's when that's when Christian started becoming the uh, the emperor of the peopleation, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where my peeps at? Yeah, <laughs> you go. Where, where, uh, the, the peeps. Um, and he so, became like the ECW cha- I think he was the last oh, yeah. ECW champion uh, during that time uh, 2010 2010 so, was it Bobby Lashley Kane or uh, CM Punk or RVD Bobby Lashley CM Punk Big, Big Show was an ECW Big champion Show. at the time as well I think I think Kane was also and ECW champion at, at one Kane. time <laughs> I think yeah. Um, I never no never Tommy Dreamer, unfortunately, not the Sandman. RVD was one uh, was a champion at least. Oh, yes. speaking of which, uh, we'll um we'll we'll we can probably talk about our most memorable uh, moments of this particular era. But one of our panelists, Sir Joel, who can't be here, unfortunately, uh, he doesn't he doesn't really play uh, wrestling games in particular, but. Uh, but we did tell them, well, at least play one and see see how you go, and what's your first impression of it. So the um, so he played two wrestling games. One is Battlegrounds, and one is Rumble Roses. And we're not going to talk about Battlegrounds. That's too modern. So being the <laughs> men of culture that we are, we are going to show you Sir Joel's first impressions of Rumble Roses for the PS2. So <laughs> here he is. Hello, everyone. The Manyaga Native here. Sorry I couldn't make it to today's podcast. I really wish I could have been there. I'm sure the discussion would be of great interest, not just to me, but to my brothers, Adrian and Ryan, who've been WWF, WWE fans since childhood. Shout out to my brothers, Ryan and Adrian. As such, though, I find that I only like wrestling games that have an element of fantasy in them. Call it my need to have my 
games feel gamified. No disrespect to the purists who want their wrestling games to feel like they're actually watching an episode of the show, but I like it when I can pull off audacious moves that normally wouldn't be possible in real life. Call that the gamer in me. So for this little talk of mine, I'd like to consider two series that I've at least tried to get into and enjoy, Rumble Roses and WWE All-Stars Battlegrounds. Uh, let's start with Rumble Roses. Rumble Roses is a wrestling video game that I got to play on the PS2. It features scantily cat clad ladies duking it out against each other with varying motivations as to why they're doing so. The nice thing is that each one seems to have a storyline, flimsy as it may be, as kind of like their clothes, flimsy. <laughs> uh, this is in stark contrast to the sequel that showed up on the Xbox 360 titled Rumble Roses XX or XX which had no storyline but had you increasing your player's skills, talents, and costumes through matches all throughout the city. Now, I'll be the very first to admit that this game was a lot of fun in more ways than one. The moves were much more fanciful than your usual wrestling game, and the eye candy was very much up my alley. The views presented as they pulled off their killer moves were a sight to behold, and I would urge adult players to exercise caution and have the kids go off into another room before playing it. All in all, Rumble Roses and XX or Double X were a lot of fun to play. Now for WWE Battlegrounds. This game features people from the WWE series of wrestling shows, and you can pick and choose your character in exhibition matches, Rumble Royales, cage matches, and other staples. There's also a campaign where you recruit various new wrestlers and square up against others as you battle your way to the ring and the championship belt. Visual style is very cartoonish, and the presentation looks like the whole thing leapt out of a comic book. Contrary to what people might think, this enhanced my enjoyment of the game, and the moves being exaggerated to the point of ridiculousness made me laugh out loud more than a few times and reminded me of another wrestling game that I used to play and enjoy on the PS2 called WWE All-Stars. I believe Battlegrounds is the spiritual sequel to All-Stars. Imagine having Hulk Hogan fight against Andre the Giant and you know in nice cartoonish glory so wwe 2k battlegrounds is definitely the wrestling game for those with only a passing knowledge of pro wrestling and the personalities and special moves in them but i want to be entertained by what is a game first and a simulation second that's all i have for this week and i hope you guys enjoy this little opinion of mine on what wrestling games to play now back to the timeless gamer panel and our absolutely amazing audience see you guys again soon thank you for that sir joel uh, unfortunately, we cannot show his footage of Rumble Roses. <laughs> yes. What I can say is that if you're, it's hard to play Rumble Roses with only one hand. Yes, because you're you're holding your controller and the other one is uh, holding your joystick. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in regarding with um, so in regarding with this era, uh, the invasion the invasion angle happened. Um, WCW, ECW got uh, got shafted only with WWE, the, the only one there. And then TNA had to take uh, had to take action. Ha! Total non-stop action. And then oh, uh, so how about the other wrestling promotions or other wrestling video games out there? We can still about talk about TNA Impact. Anybody you guys talk about TNA Impact? Have you have you guys ever played TNA Impact or even? Or even watch some of the episodes of TNA Impact. Watch, watch the show. I haven't played any. Uh, Sorry, Juan, go ahead. Well, yeah. TNA, TNA in its early years was a pretty good wrestling show. It was it was considered as the as the 
ultimate alternative during that time for WWE. So, but eventually when a lot of a lot of other people came in in the TNA, well, the show got a little disappointing. So, up to the point that it became just Impact now. So, as for the wrestling game, I think uh I think it's good, but uh I haven't played it actually, but um uh, Some reviews say that uh, at some parts it's playable, it's a fun game, but it has some flaws to which uh, some moves are unresponsive or there are some technical glitches with the game. Most probably because I think uh, the developers rush its 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 release, so there are a lot of problems with 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 certain moments in the game. There are some glitches that appear, so. I haven't really much checked into the game, but um, one 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 good point is that you can play TNA stars that you've idolized, such as uh, Samoa Joe or the early version of uh, AJ Styles. So that's I think is the best part of it. And I think uh, Joker Sting is unlockable in this one. So <laughs> yes. if you know who Joker Sting okay. is, uh, oh, I think yeah. the DLC for the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. How about Sir? Um, how about Sir Nigel? Are you aware of this game? I was aware, but haven't had the chance to play it. But before, I was a TNA fan because they wrestled with less restriction. Knowing WWE, they don't want wrestlers going all out, causing injuries. And you can see in TNA, women do outside dives, or AJ Styles do his spinal tap. Or 450 yeah. from the ropes, Ultimate outside X. or inside, especially the triple threat. The X division. Yeah, AJ the Styles, with Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels. That was maybe the most iconic TNA. I think that was um, I think that was Genesis 2004. Their most highest paid, uh, their most highest gross, uh, grossing pay per view ever. Um, how about Sir JDM? What can you tell us about TNA Impact? For the PS2, PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, honestly, I haven't played this game. Uh, I just watched the shows because I didn't even know there was a TNA wrestling. But <laughs> if you if you um, ask me about the show, uh, what I remember from the uh, from TNA back then was the X division. It reminds me of the cruiserweight division in WCW because as a WCW fan, I really uh, liked seeing Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, uh, La Parka, uh, those guys in the cruiserweight uh, division in WCW. It's much like the X division in uh, TNA. So there are no holds barred. They can do any stunts that they would like to uh, uh, do and uh, what I played back then was the extreme uh, backyard uh, wrestling the one in the insane clown posse I didn't even know that they were wrestling <laughs> ICP and I think that's where Sanjay Dutt Came, uh, like he became famous in the backstage. Uh, uh, back- oh really? Wrestling. Yeah. Sanjay, uh, that, Sanjay, that w- was from backyard wrestling. Yeah. Really? He was there. Wow. Okay. Um, how about Sir Ricky? What can you tell us about TNA Impact? 
Oh man, so TNA Impact Impact Zone from <laughs> Impact Zone from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> it, it's what it, it's the uh, second longest running promotion in the U.S. Uh, of all of all time. Now it's been going for twenty years, um, nineteen years. That's wild to think about. And I don't know if you count like it's it's moved from TNA to Impact, um, but so many great wrestlers today that are considered veterans, uh, whether AEW or WWE. Uh, got a lot of their recognition in TNA and I think you, you have yeah. to appreciate an alternative source to be able to let somebody like like Raven come in and be world champion for a bit and showcase what WWE wasn't allowing him to do or Christian Cage uh, AJ Styles got his start here it's just incredible one of the best ever I think in AJ Styles um, TNA also has and, and I, I, I think I'll die on this hill maybe the greatest women's division in professional wrestling right now um the knockouts division is knockout gail yeah, kim you got uh gail kim awesome kong the beautiful people yeah mickey james um i don't mickey know if anybody james. watched uh slammiversary last year but the diana perrazzo chelsea green table spot one of the coolest women's spots i think i've ever seen in professional wrestling just audibly got me out of my chair screaming uh just fantastic um and then the x division of course we've already talked about a lot but that's one of the coolest divisions and has been for 19 years like it's just it just continues to pump out great matches um and you got a lot of really great talent that are going to be huge i think that are in tna right now uh speedball mike bailey it comes to mind that guy is an absolute incredible just just watch videos of his meteora uh or his meteor finisher it's just just meteor yeah fantastic i'm um, i'm guessing he's a final fantasy 7 fan i i think so yeah it's just oh, uh if, if, if it's not so kenny omega is such yeah, a weird yeah. yeah, 100 he's the one winged angel maybe like he is he is all <laughs> in it yeah well he did use the one winged angel i i think the separate team in his in this previous bout in njpw on new japan yeah such a weed that guy uh, and then and then and then i think i believe he used a street fighter team entrance on uh on one of the aew shows yeah I, the, the I, akuma entrance yeah yeah together with the young bucks with ryu and chen yeah that's great a lot of the wrestlers who have video game uh theme signatures or you know name signatures like the v trigger and kenny's obviously a lot. just no. a huge gamer yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe he's also uh, as a uh, a power card in like a dragon edition. Yeah. So he's uh he's a part of the cards that you're going to select there. So Kenny has so Kenny has amassed uh, a lot of we we ability to his to the years. So I promise you, he's a good uh, Street Fighter player. So <laughs> oh, he is. Um, so in preparation for this uh, for this show. So TNA Impact was the last game that I played, and and mind you guys, I I played in your I played in your house, Warzone, Attitude, the N64 wrestling games, even the SmackDown games. So I I learned all the controls. Coming into this, coming into this, for the special moves you need to, if you're going to play with the PS2 or or the PS3, you need to press L1 and. The square and the triangle button at the same time to do a strong grapple, and then you press purple press, uh, to do your finishing move. There's and coming from SmackDown, where you just press L1, 
that's a lot of button combinations there. Just that, that's a lot of button presses there, just to pull off a finisher. And for, and as far as the finisher goes, all of the, all of them are just standing finishers. Uh, there's uh, if you're going to pull if you're going to play um, and that's the thing. There's another complaint of mine. Very limited move move list and very limited signature moves. If you're going to play Christopher uh, Christopher Daniels in here, you can't even do the best moonsault ever, the BME. No, you cannot. If you're playing Angel style Angel Styles, you, uh, oh, for Christopher Daniels, he can only do the Angel Swings. For uh, for Angel Styles, he, he, he you can only pull off. Uh, the style slash you cannot do the spinal tap for some reason mm-hmm. even if you're on the top rope even if your impact meter is uh, is flashing there for sting you can only do the uh, the, the scorpion death uh, the scorpion death drop and you cannot do the the scorpion death lock unfortunately for some reason i i may, may, maybe you can but i but i couldn't i i checked uh, i checked the move list from game fast it was it's not there if you're going to is pull there- off a submit if you're going to pull a submission there, from Scorpion, he'll just do uh, he's just gonna he's just gonna do a a toehold submission, but it's not a Scorpion deadlock. So is very, there a Canadian very, destroyer? For for uh, so so PT Williams is uh, is unlockable if you play season mode. So Canadian destroyer is there. Uh, at least the Canadian destroyer is there. If there's yes. one good thing about this game, is the Canadian destroyer is is here in this game. The black hole slam is here. Abyss is also unlockable. At least the black hole slam is here. Thank suicide, who, um, <laughs> suicide, who is a uh, who is a game character here, became an actual wrestler in TNA Impact eventually, uh, which I which I didn't know at first. I thought, oh, uh, so here it goes to, of course. I, I didn't know that he was a he was an original character in the game that they they were trying to promote for. Uh, for this game very limited move list as i mentioned almost quarter of the roster can do a vertical suplex almost quarter of the of the people can do a death valley driver almost quarter of the people can do a frankensteiner there's no variety in their move list i mean i'm like what the hell i mean uh, so the developers here they had uh they they had they had the right mindset here according to the production um they uh, uh they asked for all of the uh, for all of the talent roster to do the actual uh, motion capture for this game, so that they can look more realistic in game. But unfortunately, the move list very, 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 very limited. So very disappointing, to say the least. Uh, TNA Impact. Um, so how, how about the ring? Uh, did the ring uh, with being six sides? Did that have any sort of like mechanical difference in your gameplay at all? So with uh, with the well, you you can still you can still press R two to run in any direction. Uh, so you got six sides here. So uh, I already I already knew what what I'm going to uh, because it's a six sided ring. So I, I'm already familiar of what I'm what I'm supposed to do. If there's one thing about what's uh, what's going to be a little bit polarizing about using the six sided ring is that because it, it, because you're running in multi even more multi directional now rather than up or down left and right. You got. You can. You can run diagonal. You can pretty much outrun your opponent without doing anything. You just run, 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 and run in in literal circles, not doing anything unless he catches you. <laughs> and about this game, they really like doing reversals a lot. So if you're if you're going to play, uh, so guys, if you're going to play this game, don't uh, don't uh, don't spam the same moves all the time because uh, two out of three times they they will go to counter you. Um, so yeah, um, I only played this game just to see the finishers. That's all. 
Um, I like seeing the uh, I like seeing the Motor City Machine Guns. I like seeing the uh, I like seeing Beer Money. Uh, AJ Styles Samoa Joe. Oh, you can't even do the Bare Naked Chokehold. What the hell? No, <laughs> no, 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 you can't even do the Bare Naked Chokehold. All you can do is just the Muscle Buster. That's it. Um, who who else is there? Um, I, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't have the time to unlock everything. Um, but but still. Oh. Kurt Angle's in here. You can do the angle slam, but you cannot do the ankle lock. I think uh, they Booker restricted all submissions there because yeah. all of the submissions are all the submissions here is either uh, a toehold or a toehold submission or a sleeper submission. That's it. Uh, Booker T is here. You can do the scissors kick, but oh, uh, you can do the, the you can do the scissors kick, but you cannot do the bookend. Uh, is there a spinaroni? There is a spinneroonie, yes. After the, yes. Uh, after the, uh, there, there's a spinneroonie. Yes. At point. least there's a spinneroonie there. Point. Point. there. Worth playing. You just sold me on the game. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the spinneroonie <laughs> solves everything. Uh, if I remember correctly, they were, uh, they were planning to do another game just to improve on. Uh, this is just what this is the first game uh, that TNA that TNA wanted, and there was supposed to be another game in the pipeline to further improve on the things that this lacked. Unfortunately, um, it got cancelled. Uh, pa- Panda Energy, uh, ha- uh, Panda Energy, opted out with their agreement. Uh, Dixie Carter lost her uh, her position with uh, with TNA. That's why it became Impact now. For cost cutting, they had to they had to cancel the uh, the second TNA game. Unfortunately, um, so that's it. I mean AEW. What can we say about AEW? It doesn't have a game yet. Hopefully, there will be a game for AEW. We there's, would love there's an up- AEW. There's an upcoming game called uh, Fight Forever. I know it has a definite date within the year, but it doesn't have the exact release date. But as as for the gameplay, it it plays like the uh, No Mercy because Kenny Omega was the one who uh, who supervised the actual creation of the game. So. Uh, what their what their aim is to to provide the to provide a, a classical experience for wrestling as long uh, as well as a fun game for those who are just casuals to the sport. So hopefully uh, it comes out and then hopefully it's good because I don't I I'm not sure if they're going to put Cody in it, but let's see <laughs> because during the time of the development, uh, Cody was still in AEW. Before he jump shifted to WWE. All right. Um, oh, uh, Sir Rick. Uh, if it, um, in regarding with the uh, TNA Impact, so check the move list first, Sir Rick. <laughs> if, if if the only reason why you're going to play the game is just to see uh, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, Edge yourself on where they began, sure. But check the move list first. If all of the game, if all of the moves that you want to see are there. You, you'll you'll see what I mean once what once you see it. <laughs> you give it a go. Maybe you'll like it. Um, as far as the um, okay, so before we end the show, uh, we're we're we are going a little bit on overtime here. So let's talk about some memorable moments about uh, within the in the invasion era, ruthless aggression era. So two unforgettable moments. Let's go with sir. Oh, I'll go first for the ruthless uh, for the invasion ruthless aggression era. The time when Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, and Paul Heyman were there at the same time in the same ring, talking about ECW One Night Stand. My second, uh, my second memorable uh, moment 
when John Cena defended his WWE title against Rob Van Dam yeah. on the second ECW one night stand where everybody from the Hammerstein Ballroom booed the crap out of John Cena. If you're going, uh, guys, if you're going to watch One Night Stand 2 uh, just for that match, the audience alone were the is worth the price of admission. They were wild. They hated John Cena. If John Cena wins, we riot. <laughs> there was that was the meme back then. So, um, how about Sir JDM? Uh, memorable moment. Uh, I don't have uh, like many, but I remember um, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. winning the WrestleMania uh, Twenty. Yes. Yes. Shit. Yeah. Both at the yeah. both they at have... the same event. Can you imagine? We're like all their troubles from WCW and then winning their championship on WrestleMania Twenty. Yeah. I really liked Eddie Guerrero when he was in um, WCW. As I said, I'm a fan of the Cruiserweight division back in WCW. I really uh, like that's wrestling entertainment for you, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> and the line right. that he thing and the, and the like, improvised uh, cheating that he does on the ring, that's like really ingenious. I think I think uh, Dominic Guerrero is also using his his uh, style right now. That's why yes. they're using the Mamacitas, yes. the Mamacitas pills. Yes. yes, yes. I see the resemblance there. I'm your papi, Dominic. All right. Yeah. Favorite two favorite moments, unforgettable moments. Two favorite moments. Episode. One was the start of the ruthless aggression when John Cena faced Kurt Angle, and he said that. He, he shouted ruthless aggression that was the was what one of the most memorable moments and then another one was when uh triple batista was carrying randy orton when he won the championship and then and triple then- h made the thumbs down that was the start of uh that was the start of randy orton's face turn and then afterwards he lost and that i think that but that at that time uh, Randy Orton was the youngest champion I believe the youngest champion at the time yes yeah. he was 24 I think uh, when yeah. he when he first won the championship uh, beating only uh, beating only Brock Lesnar who was 23 at the time oh no, no 25 26 yeah. yeah how about Sir Nigel two favorite moments of the ruthless aggression era for me it was all about one Eddie Guerrero yeah, for mm. sure <laughs> The rise of Edgar from the cheating tactics to winning the championship. Winning the championship from Brock, that was the most maybe iconic win from his. What did he do at the time? Um, uh, the one when he uh, when he loosened up the boot was with Kurt Angle. Yeah. That, that I remember. Assist. Uh, uh, Eddie got an assist Brock from. Was, was that when he hit the chair or the belt? Yeah, it was a chair. It was frog splash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The title, that one. Just, no way out. No way out. Two thousand nine, I believe, if yeah. I remember correctly. Mm. That one and second most memorable moment. And ah, this was pre oh or during the invasion when I around that time when Stone Cold finally joined Vince McMahon and he teamed up with Triple H, winning the tag team the, and the ah the two man power trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
one. That, that one. But Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero moments for me. Eddie Guerrero. For the root, yeah, root that, uh, How about Sir Ricky? Uh, I mean the start of the start of the invasion, the debut of the radicals. It's hard to it's hard to beat. Oh, uh, I think, yeah, I think yeah. something that we haven't talked about. We've talked a lot about Eddie Benoit's been mentioned a few times. But Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn, yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, just just incredible workers. Dean Malenko, one of the best, I think, most underrated workers ever. Maybe uh, he's he fantastic. didn't talk much, right? Didn't talk much. He didn't have yeah, to. That cru- those cruiserweight matches in WCW with Malenko and Eddie and Jericho. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, so good. Anyway, so seeing them come up and get their flowers in WW, uh, WWF E or whatever it was at the time was awesome. And then 2006 Royal Rumble, Rey Mysterio. Uh, what a moment! What a moment! Just uh, incredible. Oh, when you won, yeah. Yep. If I'm going to sleep one more. Royal Rumble 2000 and, uh, 2008 when Undertaker and Shawn Michaels were the only two uh, left in, the, in that Royal Rumble match which led to WrestleMania 25 and 26. Like it's, the, uh, like it's a match within the match. Uh, awesome stuff. And yeah, that's it guys. I mean, uh, so let's do our shameless plug. So let's start with Sir JDM uh, just to end the show. Uh, what's your final thoughts about the episode and where can they find you? Yeah, you can catch me on my uh, Facebook uh, page. Uh, it's one two three go kid. <laughs> one two three go. One two three. Kid. Just to for this episode. One two three go kid. Uh, yeah, I do retro games. I do. Uh, this week I did play some of the retro um, wrestling games back in uh, NES, uh, SNES, PS One, and. Uh, uh, previously, I also did uh, the previous week. I also did PS2 games. So, if you would like to see me play uh, other wrestling games or retro games in general, you can just catch me on my uh, channel here on Facebook and on Twitch. Uh, that's one, two, three, go retro. So, yeah, wrestling right. for life. And thank you so much for uh, for suggesting this episode, Sir JDM. Yes, anytime. we had lot, we had lots of fun. Unfortunately, we we only had so much time. So, <laughs> unfortunately, how about Sir Pao? Hi, uh, I don't have an active uh, page, but I used to have a page called Retro Pao. Uh, I'm I've been planning on streaming, but I I'm just I'm just uh, managing my time before I proceed with that. Um, you can you can add me up on on PlayStation Plus or, or, or I mean on PSN. My username is PewDiePow. That is P E W T and Pow at the end. So if you'd like to help, if you'd like me to help you on your platinum journey or your other multi multi multiplayer games. Uh, just uh, ask me up, send me a DM here on Facebook or on my PSN account, and then I let me help you if I can. Of course, uh, lastly, uh, I would like to thank the Timeless Gamer for giving this opportunity to us to share our what we know more, what we know about uh, wrestling games, what we know about wrestling in general, and also uh, I would. As part of the recommendations that I would like to give those uh, listeners, uh, they'd like to ask everyone to to check out a game called Knuckle Bash. It's a wrestling-based uh, beat-em-up game. So, if you'd like to have a wrestling a wrestling journey 
with beat'em uh, with beat'em up mechanics, then that's the game for you. Okay, thank you. Oh, is it me now? Uh, I'm seeing myself on the screen, so I guess it's my out. Uh, I think Joe was muted. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll try about uh, that. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, it just, thank you, uh, Joe, and everybody and Juan for having me uh, here today. It's it's been an absolute treat to wake up this way, and uh, I really appreciate you. Um, check out Let's Level Up basically everywhere on the internet. Just Google Let's Level Up. Anytime you see Let's Level Up .net or the little sword and the die icon, that's me. Uh, I have a Saturday morning chill stream on Twitch and uh, Facebook and YouTube every morning U.S. side. Uh, so at the evening um, for everybody based in the Philippines. Uh, and next week, I'm actually giving away a copy of WWE 2K23 to anyone who follows me. Whoa, send, send us some copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you follow, if you follow on Twitch, you enter uh, to get a chance to to win one. I'm going to give one one away live. So uh, that's next Saturday. So join me, please. Not including shipping, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess digital. Digital will probably be the best way to deliver it. Um, or I can figure something out if we if you want a physical copy, but we'll figure that out. All right. Uh, thank you for that, Sir Wiki. And how about Sir Nigel? Of course, the pro wrestler in the room. Sup again thank you for thank you to Pino Retro Gamer and Timeless Gamer for having me and everyone really really fun time discussing about pro wrestling and video games so again I'm Nigel San Jose from Manila Wrestling Federation and we are currently launching our second new season for MWF Action Event which you can view on Gank so you can subscribe for $10 or 500 pesos per month to see our weekly wrestling series leading up to that we're gonna have our first ever live show for this year at MWF Republica in Paramax Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati so if you if you're in, interested in Pinoy wrestling you can check out check us out at manilawrestling.com or visit our social media pages at Manila Wrestling Federation in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. So I hope to see some of you there. Catch us and see live pro wrestling here in the Philippines. So I'm guessing you have a uh, you have a uh, like an official poster or a official thumbnail for for that event, sir, uh, sir Nayo. Uh, we're gonna release it soon. Okay, so we're gonna so we release our yeah, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna release it soon. So we're gonna we're gonna advertise first for our new season. So like, subscribe, and catch us at Manila Wrestling Federation so you can see more announcement regarding Pinoy wrestling. All right, thank you for that, Sir Nigel. And once again, I would like to thank every panel here for uh, for joining us um, and for uh, for giving their knowledge and um, and their experiences in regarding with our uh, with our topic for today, which is uh, pro wrestling over the years. And there were a lot of pro wrestling games, guys, that we haven't even talked about in detail. But we all uh, and we are over and we're and we're thirty minutes over over time already. But uh, once again, uh, uh, so Sir Ricky and Sir Nigel and Sir Pau, thank you very much for uh, uh, for being here with us. And on behalf of the Timeless Gamer crew uh, who are not here, uh, we extend our thanks as well to all of the uh, to all of the listeners and watchers right now that we have. And just to promote the show, 
So you can uh, so you can still catch the archive of our live shows by going to Thomas Gamer PRG in YouTube or by going to the Facebook page of Pinoy Retro Gaming. If you like just listening to our voices, that's fine. Our audio podcast is also available by searching in Timeless Gamer. Just Google search it and it will be available in Spot- uh, on all of the major uh, podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple, Pod- uh, Apple Podcasts. And that's it, guys, for uh, for this evening. And as always, our games and bodies will go out of date, but our gaming experiences will forever remain. Hey! Timeless! For all of you guys out there, thank you so much. See you next time, next episode. For, for life! For life! For life! For life! Uh, for NW. <laughs> it's been paid for the NW, a new world order.